Good morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, 1 Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord, our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious Lord, pour out your Holy Spirit on your faithful people. Keep us steadfast in your grace and truth. Protect and deliver us in times of temptation. Defend us against all enemies and grant to your church your saving peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our reading for this Reformation Sunday is from Nehemiah chapter 1. And Nehemiah said, O Lord God of heaven, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments, let your ear be attentive and your eyes open to hear the prayer of your servant, that I now pray before you day and night for the people of Israel, your servants, confessing the sins of the people of Israel, which we have sinned against you. Even I and my father's house have sinned. We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, and the rules that you commanded your servant Moses. Remember the word that you commanded your servant Moses, saying, if you are unfaithful, I will scatter you among the peoples. But if you return to me and keep my commandments and do them, though your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there I will gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. They are your servants and your people, whom you have redeemed by your great power and by your strong hand. O oh Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight to fear your name, and give success to your servant today, and grant him mercy in the sight of this man. Dr. Nick Yiffentides used to tell his patients, do as I say, not as I do. That's because he weighed 470 pounds. Then God spoke to him about being a better steward of his body. In his own words, God used testicular cancer to bring me to my knees. Here I had been healed of cancer, and yet I was eating myself to death and committing suicide at the dining room table and going to fast food places. I was overwhelmed with the conviction that my personal health was a God-given gift with which I had to honor him in the way that I cared for that gift. Dr. Nick went on a spiritual, physical, and emotional journey to seek God's best for his body. He lost 270 pounds in 18 months. In addition to founding a ministry focused on health, 
Dr. Nick has written the book, My Big Fat Greek Diet, and has done interviews with Entertainment Weekly, People Magazine, and other media venues, speaking to the issue of caring for our bodies. As we continue in our stewardship series, I assure you that today's message is not about going on a diet, but, well, and frankly, it is at least as hard as sticking to a diet. It is what the doctor had to do and what our sixth principle says. God's stewards are catalysts for change. This means that as God's stewards, we not only embrace the changes that the Lord brings into our lives, but as the church, we become the encouragers of, the motivators of, the actuators of, yes, the catalysts for change. As God's stewards, we foster the necessary change that God works in us through word and sacrament. We foster the necessary change in our church culture that we would be the catalysts for sharing the gospel, the gospel of Jesus, because he is the greatest change agent of all. Now, on this Reformation Sunday, we celebrate the change, the Reformation in the church that Martin Luther catalyzed as he nailed his 95 theses on the door of the Wittenberg Castle Church on October 31st of 1517. But here I would draw your attention to the Old Testament reading and the model that the prophet Nehemiah gives us as God's stewards and catalysts of change. And Nehemiah was a catalyst for change without creating unnecessary resistance. He was a cupbearer, one who protected King Artaxerxes I from poisoning and whose permission Nehemiah needed to journey back to Jerusalem. News came to Nehemiah regarding the sad state of affairs of God's people and the shambles in which Jerusalem was. As God's stewards, catalysts for change, we must be deeply affected by the necessity for change. Nehemiah, upon hearing the news, mourned and wept and fasted and prayed. He was deeply affected by the necessity for change. Again, Nehemiah prayed. As God's stewards, as catalysts for change, we must be individually and together engaged in prayer. Nehemiah gives us a good model for this kind of prayer in our reading this morning. It is a prayer of repentance, remembrance, and hope. He comes before the Lord, confessing the sins of the people and his own. He then recounts God's provision purpose and mission to gather them and bring them to the place that I have chosen to make my name dwell there. That is, that as God's people turned to him, he would redeem his people and return them to Jerusalem. And for you and me, beloved, as we abide in Christ, he works through Christ to bring us to the new Jerusalem. Nehemiah, knowing this was the desire and will of God's heart, leads in hope. Give success to your servant, he says in verse 11. As God's stewards, catalysts of change, we pray, we confess our sins, we recount God's mission in our lives and in this world, we seek godly success, success that brings glory to God alone. What might your prayer of repentance, remembrance, and hope be? As God's stewards, as catalysts of change, we must be willing to seek out the needed support, even if it is fearful to do so. This means to take a risk, to stick your neck out, so to speak, 
Nehemiah risked his life in asking the king for permission to return to and rebuild Jerusalem. And in chapter 2, he is even so bold as to ask for the materials needed to restore the city, one of which the Babylonians had decimated. As God's stewards, as catalysts for change, we must have a thorough knowledge of what needs to be changed and why. We're not looking to do things on a whim or remain oblivious to what God wants done. As chapter 2 continues, Nehemiah inspected the city, its walls, and its temple, all of which were in ruins. He didn't just run in with a plan sight unseen. We continue to evaluate and reevaluate what we do and will do in the context of the mission God has privileged us to have, God's stewards. As catalysts for change, know to expect resistance and face it by knowing the proper boundary. The truth is, no matter what kind of team or organization you are in, there is always at least one or two negative neds around. Nehemiah faced opposition to his mission of rebuilding Jerusalem, but he knew when not to appease the naysayers. He said in chapter 2, verse 20, The God of heaven will make us prosper, and we, his servants, will arise and build. God's stewards, as catalysts for change, share the work. That is, they build teams. As I said last week, there are no Lone Ranger Christians. God has formed the body of Christ that we would work together at the building of God's kingdom. For Nehemiah, in chapter 3, the 41 work details that are listed represent various social and professional classes, the high priest and other priests, goldsmiths and perfumers, rulers of districts, Levites, temple servants, merchants. They worked as a team toward the rebuilding mission. God's stewards, as catalysts for change in mission, do get tired and need then to be refreshed. The building of the kingdom is robust work and takes real effort. For Nehemiah, the people grew weary from the work and in the face of hostile opposition, and so they supported one another with the counsel of Nehemiah. Today, do not let the taunts of unbelievers or naysayers keep you from fulfilling your calling. The great and powerful Lord, He who stooped to bear our burdens and save us in Christ, is with you in your work. As the psalm of the day says, Psalm 46, verse 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Change. The very word can send people scurrying and scrambling for the exit. I mean, we often say we want change. Surveys show that while many people say they want to lose weight, get healthier, become more fit, quit smoking, eat better, you name it. So many say they want to but they belie their words by not participating in the change set before them. And so here, I think a prayer is appropriate. Disturb us, Lord, when we are too well pleased with ourselves, when our dreams have come true because we have dreamed too little, when we arrive safely because we have sailed too close to the shore. Disturb us, Lord, when with the abundance of things we possess, we have lost our thirst for the waters of life. Having fallen in love with life, we have ceased to dream of eternity. And in our efforts to build a new earth, we have allowed our vision of the new heaven to dim. Disturb us, Lord, to 
dare more boldly to venture on wider seas where storms will show your mastery, where losing sight of land we shall find the stars. We ask you to push back the horizons of our hopes and to push us into the future in strength, courage, hope, and love. Now for Nehemiah, for the apostles who ushered in worldwide change, for Martin Luther, whose simple posting on a church's front door ignited change, for you, who toil for the Lord's kingdom here in Charleston, hold on to Jesus, who is the same yesterday and today and forever. Because as Nehemiah reminds us in chapter 8, verse 10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Let us pray. Merciful God, teach us to be faithful in change and uncertainty, that trusting in your word and obeying your will, we may enter the unfailing joy of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deerwalk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day. Music